Hello friends, welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. My name is Ambassador Mandy Orejo Ogojo Ogbe. At God's Eagle Ministries, we are seeding the nations with God's word and God himself is transforming lives through his timeless truth. One content at a time. We are one in Christ Jesus. Let's say one. Today is Friday, December the 30th of, uh, uh, of December 2022. Wow. Uh, less than uh, two days, less than 48 hours to the end of this year. Uh, the keywords today is uh, plus. Uh, that's hashtag relationship tools, relationship, relationship building, building bridges, harmony, vengeance, revenge, forgiveness, lessons, conflict management, pain, stop pain, critical factors, episode 10, judgment, judge, true stories, reconciliation, true stories, uh, restoration, reconciliation, redemption, inner healing, healing, new year resolution 2023. And uh, the content count for takada.org today is 2,220,774. The title, uh, the series we're on is Perfect Relationship. Uh, when I was um, one of our mandates is to uh, encourage unity in the body of Christ. And when I was uh, dialoguing with the Lord, he said, talk about relationship, perfect relationship. And so we came out with 24 tools for building bridges to harmony and taking down walls of conflict in our relationship. That's the series. We're in the 10th uh, episode now, episode 10, The Power of Significance, two true stories. Amina's dying boys and Pastor Jim's ruthless stepfather and resentful grandmother expanded title for episode 10 for you today is a power of significance true story one amina's inner vow and judgment concerning her brother prevented her from having male children until delivered plus true story two pastor james judgment against stepfather andrew and grandmother anna and key lessons for you as well and before we go in there let us pray uh, to commit this session this last session of the year 2022 into the glorious hands of our heavenly father so heavenly father we just want to thank you thank you for you are glorious you are mightier than the mightiest you are greater than the greatest you are loving like the loveless you it's not because we are righteous because you are righteous it's not because we are perfect it's because you are perfect it because it's not because we are righteous it's because you through the death and resurrection of our lord and savior jesus christ you brought us into righteous standing with you take all the praise and all the honor in the mighty name of jesus christ thank you for today thank you for yesterday and thank you for tomorrow and the years ahead to you be all the praise and honor in jesus name thank you for the breath in our lungs thank you for home thank you for relationship thank you for work thank you for sleep and waking up thank you for the breath in our lungs thank you for the air we take in we do not pay for this but lord you made it available for everyone free of charge to you be all the praise and honor in the name of jesus thank you for the earth that's over eight billion people on the planet earth can fly without collision because you are limitless you are eternity you are bottomless we cannot figure you out we cannot uh put you in a in a box we cannot figure you out 
and you've shown us we've seen read through your your book where you spoke to moses and when moses said show me your glory after 40 days in your presence you see because the more we know about you the less we know about you and the more we hang out with you the more we are hungry to know more about you we never come to a point where we know everything about you so lord we just give you honor your word in isaiah 45 you told to isaiah you said i am a hiding god truly you are hiding god thank you for who will seek you with all our heart your word says we should seek you well when we we will find you when we search for you with all our heart thank you lord for for your word that is life the word that brings understanding the world the word that is a lamb to a feet and a light to our path thank you lord as we go into this world i ask holy spirit breath life upon this world let it bring healing deliverance and restoration to our many that will hear this and i ask that it will reach into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and bone and marrow and cause people the persons that will hear this to be all that you call them to be and do all that you call them to do to the glory of your name and our blessings and as this word goes out i declare healing takes place right now in the name of jesus i declare deliverance takes place right now in the name of jesus i declare restoration takes place right now in the name of jesus christ as many that are holding on to you as many that trusted you for this year and uh, two two days left lord i pray that you move heaven and earth oh god and reach them at the point of their need whatever that may be in jesus name for your own glory and our blessing in jesus name amen and amen so cover ourselves with the blood of jesus we declare that no weapon formed or fashion against us against this world shall prosper that every word every word that goes out every word of of judgment we condemn right now by the authority in the name of jesus thank you for answer prayer in jesus name amen and amen so hello friends you are welcome to today's series on perfect relationship 24 tools for building bridges to harmony and taking down walls of conflict in our relationship in uh, episode 10 we explore the power of significance two true stories Amina's dying boys and pastor james ruthless stepfather and resentful grandmother and we expand that in episode 10 by saying the power significance true story one Amina's inner vow and judgment concerning her brother prevented her from having male children until delivered you get the fact of that story in here and some learning for you and it's story number two about pastor james judgment against her father andrew and grandmother anna and key lessons for you so sit tight and pay attention to uh key learnings for your life application where necessary in jesus name last week friday we looked at episode 10 breaking the power of pain true story of forgiveness to a murderer on death row by abagail uh, uh, plus seven outstanding lessons from the story of jesus birth for life application uh, this christmas and you can get that on our website by just typing any of those words there and it will roll out for you and the link is also on this uh, podcast today and glory be to god we got some feedback from all our analytics software and also from uh, the platforms where our uh, contents are being shared and uh, we're told that uh, our contents um, occupy the top 10 percent of the most shared content all across uh, media 
that is all across the podcast network. We've not analyzed um, the uh, visitors to our face, uh, website. Uh, every every week we get uh, visitors, about 10,000 of them. They vary 7,000, 10,000, 12,000 through the monthly uh, through uh, the website from different parts of the world. And we are reaching uh, for podcasts over 72 countries, 72 countries uh, with uh, the U.S. coming in first, uh, South Africa second, Nigeria third, uh, number four is uh, Canada, and um, number five is UK, I think they're about, and then all the other ones uh, go through. Okay, let's start with true story one, Amina's inner vow and judgment concerning her brother preventing her from having male children until delivered. Now, in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus said in Matthew 16, 19, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind in bracket declared to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already bound in heaven. And whatever you lose declared lawful on earth must be what is already lose in heaven. In conversely, the other way is that what we agree here on earth is established in heaven already. So, no, not note dear brothers and sisters that the above saying of jesus does not say whatever positive or negative you bind on earth it says whatever you bind that bind could be spoken or unspoken just meditate over a wrong thing or a positive thing over time and see what happens we see the same principle of anna's prayer in the temple her lips moved but no word was heard it all depends on uh, what she was saying uh, of uh, what she was saying came from from the death of her spirit or just some mental soulish agreement uh, read that in first Samuel chapter 13 verses uh, chapter 1 verses 13 to 16 and i read and i was praying in her heart and her leaves were moving but her voice was not heard eli thought she was drunk i said to her how long are you going to stay drunk put away your wine not so my lord Anna replied, I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying her here out of my great anguish and grief from the death of our spirit. Now, to you, my brothers and sisters, I don't know what is troubling you right now. I don't know what is keeping you awake all night. That unpaid debt or that that child that refuses to come despite visions and dreams and countless prayers and fasting, that child of yours that had great promise for a great future and now tied up in addiction, or that business that is at the verge of bankruptcy, that relationship that's crumbling and breaking up apart despite all your attempt to make it work that illness or disease that doctors are managing and have no real diagnosis and have given up on you that mr right man or mrs miss right woman that you have waited for all these years and never showed up and how you have vowed that if 2022 expires and he or she does not show up uh, you will take matters into your hand I say to you today to relax, dear child of God. I want you to, if possible, to change the source from which you are speaking to God about it. To worship, to give praise, to bring thanks even in the non-fulfillment of your desires. And you see the salvation of the Lord in the land of the living. Get to the point where you can say wholeheartedly, even if this does not come to pass, I stand with you. I love you, Lord, and I serve you wholeheartedly 
all the days of my life. Everyone can praise and watch you from the death of the spirit when things are all right. But just the 10% are those who can do sin despite all the negative. Be in the 10%. Don't join the crowd. It is not how loud we scream when we pray or how silent. Just make sure it is coming from the death of your spirit. The real you. Minute, meditate on it over time and see the invisible begin to manifest in the natural realm. As in Anna's case, so shall yours be. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's start an Amina story. In our vows are determinations we make as children of very young age. Determinations that become computer programs within our character. They energize our brains to reproduce repeatedly whatever the vows calls for. These vows are called inner because we make them as children and then forget them. They actually have more power by virtue of their hiddenness. Vows made later in life are not very effective, as anyone can attest when uh, who uh, attest who made New Year's resolution, only to see them soon wither and die. I mean, I went one to give her husband a son and could not. I mean, I could get pregnant easily and had carried girls to full term. But each time she got pregnant to the boy, she miscarried. I mean, as gynecologists said, there was nothing wrong with her. She ought to be able to carry a boy full term. The problem had to be psychological or spiritual. The first question to Amina was this. What was life like with your father? Was he kind to you? Did he give you affection? It turned out that her father had been actually have been unusually kind and affectionate. Amina's brother, on the other hand, had bullied and picked on her continually. He told her told lies about her to their parents and her friends and teased her viciously. Then Amina recalled walking beside a stream sometime between the ages of 10 and 12, picking up rocks, hauling them into the stream and exclaiming, I'll never carry a boy child. I'll never have a baby boy. That was an inner vow. It worked like a program <laughs> in, a, in a computer. Never mind that her outer self now wanted to bear a son. About the third or fourth month, that inner vow would kick into action and her body would abort the boy child. Amina repented of her judgment against her brother and marked the word judgment. That's what we've been talking about, judgment. Do not judge before the time, for judgment is the Lord's. It has global ramification, far-reaching ramification. That's another word to put it. Amina repented of her judgment against her brother and she was led to forgive and a pronouncement in Jesus' name that she was forgiven for her own resentment. Then authority in Jesus' name was taken to break the inner vow. This is a positive action now, saying whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we lose on earth is losing heaven without recourse to Jesus. But we put a stamp of Jesus at the end of it. That's why it's key that is what we make declare, what we declare about continuously about issues and circumstances and people have to be scripturally base. They have to stand on the fiery line of the scripture. They have to be standing on the foundation of the word of God. A word was spoken directly in prayer to Amina's body and loosed it from that wrong order to abort male children based on Matthew 16, 19. Subsequently, Amina carried easily and gave birth to a baby boy. Most of the time, we pray and we're asking God, come and do this. God, come and do that. 
the boy. God is not our uh, boy boy. God is not our servant. God is our king and lord. God is our father. We don't command him around. He has given us authority and says whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we lose on earth is losing heaven. So all we need to do is speak to the situation the way he will speak to the nation, because, to, the, to the situation because he has given us authority over principalities and powers. He has given us authority over the atmosphere. He has given us authority over plants and people and all of that it says whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven in the name of Jesus and it says that if we if we believe that all things are possible say whatever things we desire when we pray desire is not mental consent desire is coming from the death of our spirit whatever things we desire when we pray we should believe we receive them and we shall have them so shall it be concerning you and us in Jesus name so when you pray speaking to a contrary situation speak as first person don't call god into the question uh, when jesus woke up and spoke to the storm he said peace be still he spoke to it as an entity as not as uh, some kind of uh, ephemeral kind of situation so he spoke to it so speak to life situation and cause them to come alive the way god has destined it in jesus name what is your story let's hear it send an email or a video voice recording it could be your turning point of unexplainable circumstances uh, in your life and in our, in the lives of your, the, your loved one. Jesus came that we might have life, abundant life. But the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he says, I have come that you might have life, an abundant life. He also said, my yoke is easy. He said, come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me, for I am gentle and mild. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. That is Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Jesus dealt with all issues that were brought to him. He never turned anyone away. Even the Syrophoenician woman got attended to concerning her child because she never gave up despite rejection, rejection statement from Jesus. You are a child of the living God. You are not an outcast. They are a child of the living God. Let's look at the second story of Pastor James' judgment against stepfather Andrew and grandmother Anna and key lessons for you. But I do an introduction to the importance of significance, how a judgment and significance, how we view situations, what impact it has on our lives. It is not the intensity of the pain when we said that before in last week's series. If you go back there, you'll get the fact. It's not the intensity of the pain, but the significance you attach that determines the effect. Jesus warned us that others will judge us with the same standard we use to judge them. The difference, however, is that they will give back a lot more than we gave. Then he went on to say, With what measure ye met, it shall be measured to you again. Matthew chapter 7 verse 2. The measure or effect that comes back to us through any event is based on two factors. The first is the significance we attach to the event. The second is our motive when we do those, these same things. If we measure something by giving it value, size and significance, then that measurement determines its effect on us. The effect of another person's behavior has little to do with his or her intent. But that effect has everything to do with our judgment or how we measure it. People may take actions with no ill intention. Yet, and I repeat that again, 
people may take actions with no ill intention they are working from some core foundations that they themselves don't understand there are people who have uh, been wounded by their parents there are people who see a father figure and get angry because their fathers have dealt with them ruthlessly there are people who who see mother figures and uh, uh, rejection starts and the, the the emotions of rejection overwhelm them because of the way their fathers treated them and their mothers who treated them wrongly also had their own mother treat them wrongly and they transfer these subconsciously onto their children remember wounded people wound others without even realizing that they are wounding others uh, because of these hidden inner wounds that we carry along so that's why it's important this is that we should check ourselves examine me david said check my ways if there's anything um, uh, that is wrong in me and lead me in the path uh, of life everlasting the effect of another person's behavior has little to do with his or her intention but that effect has everything to do with our judgment or how we measure it people may take actions with no ill intention yet they can have devastating effects there can even be actions that people intend for good but that can create massive amounts of pain when such events happen we think they are doing this to me the truth is regardless of people's intention we are doing it to ourselves pastor james said and i quote now let's go into detail in pastor james story i grew up in a rough and violent situation i saw violence at a young age as my father physically abused my mother at some point very early in my life my father andrew threatened to burn the house down with my family in it I was around 11 years old the first time I was ever knocked out. My stepfather Andrew was beating my mother and I stepped in to protect her. When I was 18 years old after being away from home for 5 years, I went back to spend a couple of nights and busy with my family. While I was there, my stepfather Andrew attempted to kill me in my sleep. Sometimes when people will hear parts of my testimony they say I can't imagine how you can be even close to normal. They think that these circumstances should have had a greater abiding effect on my life. Although I do have emotional issues that I have not yet fully realized, the events I have described have no real significance in my life today. What I experienced was overt rejection, which is possibly the simplest rejection to deal with. It is open and straightforward. There are few hidden agendas and little emotional manipulation in this type of rejection. The situation with my stepfather Andrew was simple. He hated me and wanted to drive me out of the house. I hated him and I did not want to stay in the house with him. That is easy to understand. Before I received Jesus as my savior, I was very bitter and filled with hate for my stepfather Andrew. I thought of murdering him. After I was saved, I released him from my judgment and freed myself from the pain. Although his actions were the cause of much of the pain in my life, my judgment was a source of abiding torment. Now Pastor James continues. People who came to me for counseling have experienced events that were much less dramatic yet had a more severe influence on their lives to be honest in the early days of my ministry i had no compassion for these people in my smug self righteousness i thought get real 
you haven't been through anything compared to me. What I offered as help for those people was probably not very helpful. Eventually, I came to realize that it's not the intensity of the offense that determines the pain. Rather, it is always the significance we attach that determines our pain. This being the case, one person could have an extremely intense experience with very few destructive results, while another could go through an apparently harmless experience, and because of the significance attached to it, that he or she attached to it, have devastating results. In reality, it was this subtle, manipulative rejection I experienced from my grandmother, Anna, that had more lasting effects than the violence I endured from my stepfather, uh, Andrew. Covert rejection is usually more difficult to resolve than overt rejection. Covert rejection has much more emotional challenge, even though it may not be as intense as open rejection. It is even more difficult to handle when it comes from people we love and trust. Being being rejected by a person we hate has relatively no effect compared with being rejected by someone we love. The action is the same, but we are tied significant because we pass judgment on why he or she did it. End of Pastor James' story. Now, question for you. How would you react? Many times, someone does something as simple as not speak to us. Perhaps someone important to us fails to compliment us. Or maybe we are not praised for an accomplishment or a parent is overprotective. We think they are angry that they don't love us, that they don't think we are pretty or that we don't know how to do anything. Any one of those simple events could become life-changing based on the significance we attach. For example, when a mother is overprotective, thinking uh, she's uh, showing love, the child usually judges it to mean she thinks I'm stupid. Although that judgment may be incorrect, the results are demoralizing. Imagine how the following event could become devastating. On Sunday morning, unknown to you, the pastor had to deal with a crisis situation, one that would make the difference between life and death, heaven or hell, or a saved marriage instead of a broken one. As he rushes into the church where the service has already begun, his mind is totally occupied with that crisis. You speak to him as he walks past. He seemingly ignores you. Nothing negative actually happened. He simply did not speak to you. However, through your feelings of inadequacy, you begin to think about it and attach significance to it. You begin to measure it. You create a judgment. You ask yourself the W question. Why didn't he speak to me? Based on how you answer that question, your self-talk could continue like this. I don't think he likes me. As a matter of fact, I am not sure he ever really did like me. You attach significance to insignificant actions. And now, based on your judgment, it is measured back to you as pain and rejection. That event now has power in your life. At this point, the matter could easily be resolved. You could approach the pastor, describe the event without judgment, and learn that his action had nothing to do with you because he was lost in the thought at the time. It would not have mattered who was standing there. He would not have notice anyone who spoke or maybe you go home angry and frustrated perhaps after withholding your offering <laughs> then it goes a step beyond that as you begin to tell others what the pastor did to you i've been faithful and loyal to that church and the pastor has never liked me and on top of that he's rude to me you are really hurting now 
you have real mental pain and anguish but it is not based on what the other person did to you it is based on the judgment you pass with that measure ye met it shall be measured to you again matthew chapter 7 verse 2 this is coming from jesus lip my dear brothers and sisters two things begin to happen first the way in which you relate to people as a whole will be the way in which other people relate to you then there is a quantum leap from that to the measure that you met this crosses over into the realm where it has nothing to do with how anybody else responds to you as much as how it affects you in your own heart because of the significance you attach. Since we spend our lives judging people, relating to people based on our judgment of them, our lives are full of pain and dysfunction. We don't have meaningful relationship or communication because we are always judging the real motive behind what people say or do. And it all is based on our judgment. All it takes to break free from these destructive cycles is to refuse to judge, to refuse to attach significance to the actions of others. When another person's actions affect you negatively, simply ask if there is a problem. Don't assume and don't take attached significance. When you can learn to observe rather than judge, I repeat that, when you can learn to observe rather than judge, you can stop the pain before it becomes suffering. That is the end of our presentation today on episode 10, The Power of Significance. Two stories, Aminah's dying boys and Pastor James' ruthless stepfather and resentful uh, grandmother. And expanded title here is The Power of Significance in episode 10. True story one, Aminah's inner vow and judgment concerning her brother prevented her from having male children until delivered. Plus, true story two, Pastor James' judgment against stepfather Andrew and grandmother Hannah. And key lessons for you. I hope you learned something that can be applied or you will like to discuss with us. So, question for you, brothers and sisters, uh, in reading and meditating on our post today. Have you uh, noticed uh, similar patterns in your own life relationship that you want us to discuss with the hope of dealing with these negative patterns? Please let us know. We will be eager to help out. You can send an email if you like typing or texting info at otakada.org. Uh, or you could send us on both WhatsApp and SMS numbers as in the US number is plus one two four zero seven two eight seven two seven six. That is plus one two four zero seven two eight seven two seven six and Nigeria's number is plus two three four eight zero three two eight three five three four eight. I repeat that two three four eight zero three two eight three five three four eight. You can do a voice recording or video recording and send us via those numbers um either by uh, the WhatsApp number. Um until the next year, 2023, shalom to you and your entire household. Happy New Year in advance. Less than two days from now, we enter the new year. Stay out of pain and suffering by staying out of judgment. For judgment belongs to God. This is Ambassador Monday, Ogwojo Orojo, or where God's ego ministries, where we are seeding the nations with God's word, and God is transforming lives through his timeless truth. One content at a time. We are one in Christ Jesus. So let's stay one. Our website is at www.otakada.org. That's O-T-A-K-A-D-A.org, where there are over 2 million contents there that you can explore. 
for discipleship, for evangelism, or to help somebody out um, in a situation on counseling and all of that. And you can also go to shop.otakada.org where we have books and gifts that are Christian-centric. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Uh, may the Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you brightly and give you peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. May the heavens over you be open as you step out. Doors begin to fall to you. The things and circumstances begin to fall for you in pleasant places in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will come back to testify to the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. For those kind of testimonies excite our Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Have a wonderful new year 2023 in less than um, uh, two days. In Jesus' name. And this is our last series for this year. And if you do want to partner with what we do, go to our website. It's there, right there. If you want to know what we do, go over there. It's all in there. And um, if you have a prayer request, you can also shoot us an email via the contact uh, on the site. So have a wonderful uh, weekend in Him and through Him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.